Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. Is the county fixing enough roads? How much waste is being diverted from the landfill? Are your tax dollars being managed properly? These are only a few of the questions Northumberland County residents can find answered with just a few clicks of a mouse. County staff developed a performance dashboard on its website. It is devoted to throwing open the curtains behind its activities. An unprecedented amount of information is now available. It allows residents to track the performance of county staff and politicians when it comes to all of its responsibilities. For the casual observer, it gives an overview of whether the goals and promises are being met. For the serious watchdog, it provides a lot of depth to drill down into the finer details. It will be up to residents to determine if it really will enhance the transparency and accountability of bureaucrats and politicians. I'm so pleased to have with me today Jennifer Moore, CAO for Northumberland County, and Jennifer Hardy-Parr, the project leader for the performance dashboard. Welcome both to consider this. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. I'll start with you, Jennifer Hardy-Parr. What is a performance dashboard? The, The performance dashboard is part of the county's suite of tools and standards to ensure transparency and accountability to the community. It represents a new approach to measuring the county's progress toward predetermined targets by leveraging existing data, resources, and further support for effective service delivery. So in total, there are 33 indicators. 22 of those indicators are key performance indicators and 11 are community health indicators. So it's a new dynamic reporting tool, just another step forward in our mission to be a best practices leader. There's a lot in there but I want to come back to it and we'll we'll tease it out. But before I do that, Jennifer Moore, why is it significant to residents that we have this performance dashboard? What does it mean to the average individual? This really is the the standard and and it's about being open and transparent and making sure that uh, we're we're held to account. And and we hear that often that the public want to hold their government to, to account for what we do and the services that we deliver. And this creates a, a very open opportunity for anybody to uh, go on the website. They can poke around, they can check things out, they can read the explanations and they can see where we stand on some very uh, important measures. And they can also provide some feedback about what they would like to see that, that may not be there already. Jennifer Hardy-Part, when you were describing the dashboard and the components that make up the dashboard, what are those two indicators and how are they significant? Certainly. So as I mentioned, there are 33 indicators captured in the dashboard. Um, There are key performance indicators, 22 of them in total, and a KPI 
it represents the results that we expect to achieve. So each KPI has a specific, measurable, and time-bound target. I also mentioned that there are 11 community health indicators. So community health indicators also provide important information. However, we do not have full influence or control over their results. So for example, um, the, the CHIs in the dashboard do not include targets. The unemployment rate in Northumberland, it is a CHI, not a KPI in the dashboard because we don't have full influence or control over that. So when you go into the dashboard and you see the different status cards for the different metrics, the KPIs will show whether they are on track or off track, whereas the CHIs, the community health indicators, will show that they are being monitored. When you go into the dashboard and you click, there are all these measurements and you're talking about key performance indicators. When I went in, uh, I found one that had to do with roads. Yep. So let's use that as an example, just to so we better understand what a key performance indicator is. So if I look at that key performance indicator and I see it, what is that telling me? Well, it it will be it'll be listed right on the um, indicator what it is measuring. And it will tell you, you can look and see what it is measuring, why it is important, um, the current status of that particular indicator, whether it's on track, off track, or just being measured. You can look, there will be a link uh, tied to each indicator so that you can learn more information. And you can also find out um, when it was last updated and how frequently it will be updated. Jennifer Moore, if I'm looking at this, we'll just use roads because everybody understands that. Um, the, the county commits to building and repairing so, so much road in a, in a given year. Is that what this is going to measure? Well, there, there's uh, there's a few different measures related to roads. Uh, so one so one is about the pavement condition, uh, and that one um, it's measuring our percentage and for the condition of that road. So whether it's in good, fair, poor condition, uh, and we have we have the targets outlined uh, as a KPI. And every year we do have a pavement resurfacing program to look at how the roads are being either resurfaced, have pavement preservation techniques so that it maintains their condition and the overall life of that and quality of that asset. And, and this metric will say how we're performing against our target for uh, maintaining the condition. There's also roads related um, it, it, um, targets in there about uh, the amount of surface treatment we do and the kilometers we complete. That one is a bit of a blend because we do that work for both our member municipalities as well as, well as some county roads. So it talks about it's straight how many kilometers we were able to uh, resurface uh, in a particular year. There's also some bridge and culvert metrics. So there's a number that relate to roads. Would I be able to go in and uh, type in my my road and would it tell me uh, the metrics around my road or is it always in the broader picture for the county? So if you went in and you did a specific search for your road, no, it wouldn't pull up your information specifically. The dashboard just isn't organized that way. However, um, there are some interesting features in the dashboard. For example, and I'm just looking at it right now while we're talking, if we went to the large culvert and bridge condition uh, indicator, 
we can go in and we can look at all over the over 100 bridges and culverts that the county um, manages. So you could look and look at the nearest bridge to you or the nearest culvert, and you could see all sorts of information, such as when it was constructed, when it was last inspected, the speed limit, you know, all this uh, very important and interesting information. So there is, um, you know, you can drill right down to find detailed information close to you. Now, these other indicators that you don't have the direct influence of, you mentioned unemployment being one of those. What am I supposed to, as a member of the public, take away from those indicators? Uh, really, for those that's learning about our community, uh, we certainly as staff use a lot of those, the, the community health indi indicators that will help us make our, the decisions that we make in the the services and the programs that we provide to the public. So they will certainly be decision influencers. And, and while we don't control those, we can we might be able to have some amount of influence on those based on, on what we offer for programs and services. So it, it, they're, they're very useful. And I think they're also very useful for the community. Say you were a newcomer, say you were looking to set up a business, say all of those things, it gives you a bit of a feel for um, what it's like to, to live and work in, in our community. And they, they just give that overall broader perspective. Jennifer Moore, what is the four-year community strategic plan? Because I, it's my understanding that this performance dashboard came out of that community strategic plan. Uh, well, with each term of council, we do a new strategic plan. <laughs> I, I, I do have a handy copy with me. Um, so the current, uh, the current community strategic plan is for 2023 through to 2027. So it aligns with uh, the term of county council. Uh, it's pretty typical. Most municipalities do have a strategic plan and, and we generally do a refresh or an update um, the year following each election. Uh, so we do have our, our pillars. Uh, we talk about uh, each one of those pillars. That's how the dashboard is organized. Uh, and each pillar will have a number of goals and actions under it. Um, this document, of course, is available on the county's website. Uh, we do have some printed copies as well uh, for any members of the public that want to understand what our key priorities are for this, this um, four-year term of council. Jennifer Moore, was this created uh, by a consultant or was this done by, uh, by county staff? It was a blend. We Sorry. did bring in some consultants to help us do some of the facilitation and information gathering. Uh, and then once we had that uh, that raw data and that input, um, the, the actual packaging up of it was, was done internally. So it was a blend. And what was the cost of the report? Uh, I don't have that off the top of my head because <laughs> it was a little while ago now. All right. <laughs> Jennifer Hardy-Park. Jennifer Moore talked about the pillars that were in the community strategic plan. They are to innovate for service excellence, ignite economic prosperity, foster a thriving community, propel sustainable growth, and champion a vibrant future. Those all sound like great aspirational things. How does the performance dashboard tie directly to that as a tool for the public to better understand whether people are meeting them or not? The dashboard is the um, key implementation mechanism for the community strategic plan. So there are 40 actions identified in the strategic plan and about 50% of the metrics in, well, sorry, let me rephrase that. There are 40 actions identified in the strategic plan and the metrics in the dashboard represent about 50% of those actions. So 
we are working on adding more um, indicators into the dashboard. So that percentage is going to grow over time. And um, it, it helps to add transparency and accountability and clarity just as far as how we are uh, working towards achieving those goals. Jennifer Moore, we've had, as you mentioned, strategic plans in the past. Um, why is this performance dashboard better than, say, the regular reports that are given by staff at county council meetings or other forms of reporting? This one, the one before historically we would do maybe quarterly updates or or annual updates and and give typically a a PowerPoint presentation and and we would we would talk about how we were moving things forward. This is um, ongoing regular updates. They're available to the public. Uh, they go in and they can they can click on a few few icons on the website and see them whenever they wish. They don't have to wait for um, new presentations or, or, or information to be shared in some formal setting. So it's, it's always available and it can be updated depending on the appropriate time frame for each metric. It gets updated on a regular basis. So it's just easier. It's more accessible. Um, much of this data, we, we've had it for quite some time. We just haven't had presented it in this format. So it's not that a lot of this is brand new. Um, it's just being shared in an easier way for the public to access whenever they wish. Jennifer Hardy-Parr, you mentioned this earlier, but I'd like to draw it out a little bit more so that people understand it really clearly. So you go into the dashboard, you click, you go in, and there's uh, these pillars that have icons, and you click on one of those, and then you go inside, and, and you start to look at it. Now, some say on track, others say monitor, and others say off track. Could you explain simply what those terms mean and how they are significant in relationship to what the person's looking at. Yes. So if the person sees an on track or an off track um, symbol, then, um, then it means that you're looking at a key performance indicator and you're looking at something that the county has um, direct control and influence over. And you're looking at something where we have set a target that we want to achieve. So that is a key performance indicator. If you see something that says monitoring, then you are looking at a community health indicator. This is something that we don't have full influence or control over, but it's still important information. And uh, that's why we included it in the dashboard. What about the one that says off track? I found one yes. that said off track. What's that mean? Yes. So that means that it is a key performance indicator that we have set a target for, and we are currently not meeting that target. Now, staying with you, Jennifer, um, I there are some charts in the public works area for things like recycling and roads. Can you yeah. explain how they're different from the other sections? Well, when I when I go to the landing page of the dashboard, and let's say I click on the Propel Sustainable Growth Pillar, it takes me in and I can see six status cards. There's one status card for each metric. And I can see once, once I'm in here, currently there are five that are on track and there are, there's one that is off track. If I go and hover on one of those status cards, a learn more button will come up. And all I have to do is click on that learn more button. And it takes me to the graph that you were talking about and the narrative. So each, um, each metric, the data is presented in a graph or in a table format. And there is also information, narrative content down below. So you can read about that information, read about the data and glean more uh, meaning from it. 
It's also a really neat feature that um, you can download the data. There is an arrow on the a downward arrow on the left-hand corner of each graph. You can download that data. You can also share the card. So um, Robert, you were talking about um, can, earlier, can you search a specific uh, road or something? Well, you can't do that, but you can click the share this card button and you could share that particular metric with a friend or a family member and they wouldn't have to search through the whole dashboard to find it. They would just click the link, it would take them right there. Jennifer Moore, this is a really interesting point because you're, you've got a wealth of information that you can drill down into. How deep do you think people are going to go into this um, with all of this information? I mean, is it is it overwhelming people or is it clarifying things? Well, we the, the, <laughs> this is just starting. So I, I guess it depends on, on who you are and what your interest level is. Uh, that's why it's at a very high level when you click on on the the, the first page. Uh, you can get that on track, off track. You you get a very very quick overview, and there's some some very summarized content on there. If it's somebody who has a specific interest in that service, or they have a lot of questions, they can choose to to drill down in it and go further and 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 satisfy their curiosity. Uh, many people will probably be satisfied with the higher level if that's what they're looking for, um, or they can dig in more. And we've also made sure that there is an opportunity on the homepage that if there is particular metrics that somebody is looking for and it's not there, um, they can share that that with us and, and we can look and see if that's an appropriate KPI that whether we have that data accessible and, and it can be added as a KPI in the future. Um, that can certainly be evaluated. If, if somebody loves the data and they want to get more, uh, that opportunity is there, or they can just get that high-level overview by just glancing at the overall summary page. Jennifer Hardy-Parr, when you click on the Innovate for Service Excellence, you get uh, things like closing amortization as a percentage of cost of capital assets. And if I pass the cursor over the item, it gives me a definition. The definition reads, this measure tells us how much of an asset's life has been used up. It is calculated by comparing the amount of money needed to pay off the asset with its total cost. The percentage shows how much of the asset's life expenses, expense, life expectancy has been consumed. Wow, I've got my teeth in. Um, I could barely say that, let alone... Is the average individual going to understand this? Did you take any time to focus group any of this or go through things so that uh, things appeared in sort of more plain language terms that people could understand? We did not focus group it. However, there was a three-phase process that went into selecting the metrics for the dashboard. First metrics were um, Municipal dashboards across Canada were analyzed to create a short list of potential metrics that Northumberland County might wish to consider. Next, metrics and their targets were sourced from legislative commitments, community plans, policies, and strategies. And lastly, feedback was gleaned through the strategic planning process, and that was used to finalize the list of metrics. So some of the information, you know, that particular metric, it would appeal very much to an accountant. Whereas, you know, other people, it may not be as important to them or, you know, be as relevant. But we're trying to create a, a tool that appeals to the entire community. So we have to keep that in mind and to make it uh, as relevant as possible. Jennifer Moore, there is nothing under the champion, a vibrant future. 
And it talks about relationships between municipalities, the provincial government, the county, the lower tiers. I, I'm curious as to why that is, because there's a lot going on with the various levels of government. I mean, there's 310 Division Street in Coburg. There's a walk-in clinic agreement with Port Hope. Um, you're, uh, you're talking with the province about funding for all kinds of activities all the time. Again, why, why is there nothing at this point under that particular metric? That, that's a metric that that that's a pillar where it's very difficult to pinpoint what a, a metric and a target would be. And while you know you referenced many projects that we're working on um, at this point in time to measure any one of those, you know, it we, we can't really say we're going to have ten conference conversations with the province or we're going to you know work on a certain number of projects with our member municipalities. I think that's very fluid. It depends on what the current situation is, what what we have on the go. Some of those projects may turn into other KPIs that fall under other pillars. So, you know, you've referenced some things that talk about, for example, you know, homelessness response, and um, you know, there is metrics around the housing waitlist and 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 you know, OW recipients and some of our social services metrics. So, you know, as we look at some of some of these initiatives that we're we're advancing through the the fifth pillar of championing a vibrant future. Uh, I think they could evolve into more operational type metrics, but by its very nature, that pillar isn't um, operational in nature to start with. Um, so I think they kind of get spun off as they become a, you know, a firm initiative and become of our become part of our base operations, and then we are able to formalize them and actually establish what good targets and metrics will be. Jennifer Hardy Parr, we've talked a lot in this conversation about transparency and accountability. How does the accountability part work? If you don't meet a target or you uh, something goes off track or whatever the circumstances, how is the county going to be held accountable? If you go into a metric that says it is off track, there will be a section within the narrative that is titled next steps. So if I go into Innovate for Service Excellence, and I'm going to slip into the curbside collection metric while we're talking here, and I can scroll down and I can see for next steps, there are mitigation strategies listed there. So those are strategies that the county is putting into place in order to help us move toward our target. And that is our, um, that is our way into check and make sure that we are we're living up to the expectation that we said that we would. And I think if I can if I can add to, to that, Rob, the, these metrics are, like I said, many of these these metrics were things that we, we've had this information and, and we've not publicly shared it in this format, but it's certainly tools that managers have used within the county to look and see when our processes are uh, maybe not performing at the level that we would like to see. And it's up to the management team to put in appropriate corrective action. Um, it could mean coming back to council. Um, it could be reporting to council why something is off track. Sometimes it's forces out of our control. Sometimes, sometimes it's something within our control that it's caused it to go off track. And that's really what we expect our management team to do, to evaluate these on an ongoing basis to see if we need to have a course correction or adjust what we're doing um, in order to, to get us back on track or to even measure and make sure that that KPI is still relevant and correct for what we're doing in, in today's environment. So did I understand correctly then from what you both just said is that if something isn't on track, while the management team is going to do something, I could go into the dashboard 
click on something and it will tell me that somebody's working on this and I don't have to listen to a county council meeting or attend a meeting. I can just see that this is these are the actions that are being taken to remedy it. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yes, <laughs> there, there is some there is some steps in there, and um, ma many of these these metrics, some will will rise to to a county council report, and many would just be basic operations that you would expect uh, managers to take care of as part of their day to day business. So, Jennifer Moore, then, how are politicians tied into this process? They've they've received a great presentation from Jennifer Hardy Parr uh, a couple of weeks ago, so that uh, they're aware that it's it's there. Uh, and I think it's part of what uh, we would we would expect from from our, our counselors to be accessing this um, as one of the many tools that they have when they provide oversight to the county operations. And um, some of this, like I said, will come back in various reports um, as we look at the results and, and we may be providing more detailed updates to them. Uh, but there's they certainly have access to it to review and, and ask questions or follow up on any of the metrics that um, they have concerns about their their performance. Jennifer Hardy Parr. What was the cost of the creation of this dashboard? I don't have an exact figure for you, but what I can tell you is that um, the the software used for the um, the development of the dashboard it was already already being used by the GIS team uh, with Northumberland County, so no additional software was purchased. Otherwise, this project involved. Um, it was led by the communications team and the GIS team, and with the support of team members from every single department. So it was people's time, but no additional outlay of money occurred for software or anything like that. This was geographic instrument software that you used, and you've tailored it to do this. That's correct, yes. It, it's also linked to our asset management software. Wow. Okay. So then this system isn't being used anywhere else. This is unique to Northumberland County. No, I wouldn't say that. Um, there are other municipalities that are using the software used um, for this dashboard is called Esri ArcGIS. And there are other municipalities using it. And um Amy Gilmer, our GIS coordinator, and uh, Cora Bevan, the uh, GIS and asset management manager, they connected with uh, other municipalities to tap into their best practices and learn from them, and they were able to create and bring to life what you are seeing in the dashboard. Now, I'm aware that there's a, a group called the Municipal Benchmarking Network Canada. I know that Waterloo Region has a system of measuring its performance that's completely different than this. I know that Sudbury has a system of its own. There are different methods of doing this work. Why is this particular system the best method for Northumberland County? And I'll start with you, Jennifer Hardy-Parr. This system was created to meet community needs. So the, um, the senior leadership team, they analyzed what, what other municipalities were doing across Canada, and they narrowed it down to look at what will best meet Northumberland County's needs. And uh, and this is the solution that uh, that we came up with. Jennifer Moore, forgive me for a moment. Uh, I don't think it's out of line to suggest that many people do not understand how government works. And many are unsure of what level government delivers what services. And often you'll hear people complain about garbage collection at the lower tier. They will call their town or township office to complain. 
how is this dashboard going to be effective if people don't have the fundamental knowledge about how their local government works? I think that is, it's an ongoing challenge. Um, certainly some people are very, very active and interested and, and they, um, they have ongoing interest in education and, and learning about where their services come from. And, and, and some folks don't, and, and that, that's just, uh, just how it, how it is. Uh, I think those that are interested will will have a use for this information and, and they'll be able to um, apply it and, and understand. Um, I, the, the, unfortunately, the, the folks that don't have that level of interest, I, I don't know that we're going to change <laughs> change that. Um, but but this is really about, about serving those that, that have an interest in, in how this level of government performs. Uh, we can only report on what we do. Uh, so that that's what the content is. I think um, certainly with everything being online and, and you know, you if you're Googling and looking up that way, you can come back into this. So um, there's a, a few more avenues now to get to that information that there what than what there might have been historically. So we just really hope that the folks that have interest in these services will will find them and they'll be able to find it easy to use once they get there. Hopefully uh, when people are, are poking around, uh, it's very intuitive in how we use it. So you don't have to be an expert and maybe it will become a bit of a learning tool and, and help uh, folks that currently don't know a lot about um, county services. It, it's an easy way to get themselves educated if they'd like to learn more. And if I may add to that, um, Jennifer was just speaking about how intuitive the dashboard is. We also have an introductory video and we have tips for navigation under the frequently asked questions section on the homepage of the dashboard. So that will hopefully help people um, navigate through and maximize their use of the dashboard. Jennifer Moore, when do you intend to give an interim report on the dashboard to council? I will turn that over to Jennifer Hardy Park. We're going to run it for a few months and see how it's going. We are we do have some metrics on hits and uh, how many people are accessing it, that sort of thing. But Jennifer knows about how we're tracking all of that behind the scenes. So the um, the majority of the metrics in the dashboard will be updated quarterly. So we will continue to update them. And uh, the the first round of that that update will occur in, it will be published in May. So that will happen. As far as how we're going to measure the success of the dashboard, we know that if a, a dashboard is helpful, it will be visited often. So we are going to be tracking um, how many people visit it. We are going to be tracking how quickly the dashboard loads. If it takes too long to load, then people will lose interest and move on. So that's another thing we're going to monitor. And we're going to also going to look at qualitative data. So there is a survey on the homepage of the dashboard. Right near the very bottom, there is a link to that survey. And I would encourage people to complete that. We're going to um, be looking at, you know, was the dashboard easy to navigate? What did you find helpful? And we're also going to ask people to um, tell us what municipality they live in. That way we can track community engagement and we can tailor the dashboard so it uh, meets people's needs. Jennifer Moore, Jennifer Hardy Parr, I want to thank you both for talking to me today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure, Rob. That was Jennifer Moore, CAO for Northumberland County, and Jennifer Hardy-Parr, Project Lead for the Performance Dashboard. There is currently a link off the main page of the county's website to check out the dashboard. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, 
and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.